was catching up with a mate of mine recently, Dennis, and I was talking about um, how I used to be a tour guide in Berlin many, many years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we, I think you and I have talked about this, but it's funny because as we were having this conversation, it just ended up with me like telling more and more stories from um, from this time. And I was like, I was asking, I was like, hey, is this boring? Like, I don't want to just keep just lecturing you about. And he's like, no, it's interesting. And Welcome I wanted to, to the Riley Show. I wanted to. <laughs> hey, people choose to tune into this. This is not. A, this is an opt-in experience. All right. I had my mm-hmm. mate trapped. We we're in a car together. He couldn't get away. But here. Right, people can turn off the podcast if they don't want to listen. Dennis, if you feel like any of these stories are boring, please feel free to go ahead and shut up about it, so I can get through them because they're pretty good. Um, no, I want to talk to you about some of the scams that I came across while I was a tour guide, dude. Okay, I'm into this because like Berlin's not too bad for this. You go to somewhere like Paris or Rome, or I think the closer you are to the Mediterranean, broadly speaking, the more likely you are to get like hassled as a tourist. It seems to be the way. Well, it's just it's just um it's just warm countries what have a lot of tourists. Tend to have a lot of scams. Yeah, but there are also a lot of tourists that go to places like London, and you're not getting hassled and scammed in the same way there. Yeah, but I think it's to do with what percentage of the like the economy there is tourism, right? London's also like the financial center of the country. Right? Okay, I I am interested to know because I thought it's just the hot weather that made people go. Oh, I'm not going. I don't. I don't. I don't want an honest work. <laughs> I don't want. I don't. It's too hot. I'm just going to go, go and scam tourists, right? Mm. Um, but we we had some classics, so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna start with my with my favorite, and okay, I don't know if this is even a scam. Uh, on the popular internet radio program uh, Limited Resources, hosted by the one and oh, only Marshall Sutcliffe, um, they have the little segment they do sometimes, Genius or Grifter, mm-hmm. and I'm not convinced that this is Grifter. This may indeed be Genius. I want to I want to hear your your take on okay, this, Dennis, because you, you're a businessman, right? You understand the value of a dollar. I, would, I also would consider myself a grifter, generally speaking. So. Exactly. So is this something that you're going to congratulate as a grift or are you going to be like, no, this is actually a genius move or is it both? So there are obviously tourist shops dotted throughout Berlin. They sell all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. One of their favorite scams is selling spray-painted bits of the Berlin or spray-painted bits of concrete posing as the Berlin Wall, right? It's just a bit it of concrete. The wall, it's right? just not the Berlin Wall. They don't say it is, but it's a bit of concrete and then underneath it will have a plaque being Berlin, you know, and it's a sort of like... It's supposed to imply that. I actually have three or pieces. Or the plaque that says, oh, the Berlin Wall was torn down on this date in 1989 or whatever. Unrelated, f- fun tidbit, but it yeah. is there. Un- unrelated bit of spray paint and concrete. I actually have, in Pride of Place in my office, a framed, I got. I went out and got them framed, three pieces of the Berlin Wall, hand-hewn by um, the mother of one of the kids that I used to teach at my old yeah. job in Berlin. Uh, she She struck them from the wall when she was 16 years old and kept them. She brought them in one day as like a um, as a gift for me when she found out I liked history, and I was like, I cannot accept this. Like you, you, you've been you've held onto these pieces for you know twenty five years. Yeah. Like I can't take these off you. And she's like, Oh, I have like a shoebox full of. It. I was like, Oh, oh well, mm-hmm. okay, that's less. Uh, sure, I'll take these three these three pieces. Then thank you, Nina. Anyway, in the same vein, my my parents have a, a chunk of the old bridge in Mustar in their um in their house in Bray. Oh, the one that was the one that was blown up. Yeah. Yeah. They fished out of the river. Yeah, nice. So the actual historical artifacts. Another artifact for the the Australian Historical Museum that can go with your That's true, uh, actually, yeah. with your Apollo Apollo one Apollo two Apollo, Apollo one patch. My Apollo piece of patch. Apollo fifteen parachute cord. My your Soviet war my, medals. I uh, yeah, I have a Yugoslavian me- uh, distinguish like civilian distinguishment of contri- contribution to labor. And so not, well, not a, a war medal. <laughs> a war well, a no, war, a war, war against the capitalists medal. I like, I like, I mean, look, say what you want about communism. I like the idea that if you got enough promotions at a government job, they gave you a medal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we kind of have that a little bit. That's like that's uh, that's just employee of the month in different clothing. I guess that is true. But mm. they don't give you a cool medal with like no. They, yeah, I'd be much happier holding, holding, <laughs> holding a holding a sickle and stuff. <laughs> I'd be much happier if that happened. Anyway, um, so that was a scam, a, a little scam that the that the tourist shops uh used to run. But the, my favorite one that they used to run was they had all sorts of other stuff, right? There were snacks, they had drinks, they had like other bits and pieces that tourists would just need, irrespective of where they were in the world. And what they mm-hmm. had, in addition to all of these little trinkets and treasures, was umbrellas, right? And oh, yeah. umbrellas would sit in the corner of the shop, largely ignored, unless it was raining. And if it was yeah, raining- Yeah, surge pricing, yeah. These umbrellas would be placed- out the front, in front of the shop, ready for all the tourists to come by. Like, I need to grab one now. So, I had this happen to me very recently. Well, you, were, you were caught um, in the rain and needed to buy an umbrella. Well, yes, Nikki and I were going to that Muse concert, right? And we were parking across the river, maybe like a ten-minute walk away from the venue. Which, yeah. to be fair, parking for a concert is phenomenally good parking. Ten-minute, ten-minute walk. You, yeah, that's yeah. that's golden. You've done well. But um, it was lashing rain, right? Yeah. So we were like, oh, God, we're going we're gonna to get soaked. Then we're going to be standing in there for five hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pulled into like a spa and I bought spa a pair a, of five a, euro. Like a convenience store. Like a, um, yes, sorry. Sort of like a, a mini supermarket. Yep. A, yeah, a convenience store. A corner shop. Um, just, and I bought two five euro or 450 or something garbage, borderline disposable umbrellas. Like the wind, by the time we got over the bridge, the umbrellas were already boned, basically, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Best four year I ever spent though, Kept and yeah, that what yeah was it more than the umbrellas are worth materials wise? Yes, was it more than they're worth utility wise? Absolutely not. Well, here's the scam, right? Because mm-hmm. these shops they would put the umbrellas out the front when it was raining, but I was so sure, I was so sure that they also put the price up, right? As you say, mm. surge pricing, supply and demand, baby. Yeah. That's the free market. That's capitalism at work. But I never, I, I, could, I, I could never prove it, right? But I was so sure that because I, I started checking, I was like, okay, is it? All right, yeah, all right, it's five euro. It's sunny day, five euro. So you're right? gonna go try, yeah. You, you do a test or you try and see, it, ask how much of an umbrella costs on a sunny day. And then the next time it rained, I was like, no, it's eight euro. Yes, no, they put them up, right? And then my suspicions were one day confirmed when one of the tourist shop didn't even bother changing the price tag on them. They just had a sign that had a little sun on it and, and five euros underneath it. And then they had the, like, like a weather icon, a little rain cloud. And then underneath it said eight euros. I admire the honesty, honestly. What's your take on that? Genius or grifter? Um, I, here's the thing. What I think they could easily do is just charge eight euro for them all the time. And no, they're not selling umbrellas on sunny days anyway. That's a, that like is a why, great point. That's a really like, good point. Like, why bother, <laughs> why bother dealing with the people who are annoyed about it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The people are like, well, actually, no, look, there is sun. There's sunshine. Look, you can see a bit of blue sky. Yeah. I'm not even talking to people like trying to um trying to like contest the the the, the um the verdict. Although that's that's all that's the line to take. That's what you do. I mean more just like you're not selling umbrellas on a sunny day anyway. I think your number your number of umbrellas sold on a sunny day has to be between zero and two, right? Mm-hmm. And I agree. Look, I, I, the other thing I think is you could probably only do the thing where you you swap out the sign, and then yes, okay, no one's gonna know. They're not gonna have checked. They're not gonna do what you did and have checked a previous day. But like, oh, this was five euro yesterday because the only time they care about umbrellas is when it's raining. Yeah. So now I'm talking about the scenario where you do this thing. We have sun icon equals five, the yeah. rain icon equals eight. 
that arriving at that position makes no sense to me it's, at all. It was such a weird... Because, like, th- that way you're invoking the ire of people. Because changing over the price, the only people <laughs> are going to notice that are the people who are there at the time, right? And then 30 seconds later, all the new people think, oh, okay, it's, it's $8 all the time. But putting that the sign The only potential front, bonus... Sorry, it, It's just putting it at the side of the front. It's just a rub-in. It's just a rub-in to all the people who are like, oh, man, they got me. The only potential bonus is people stopping to take photos of it because it's funny, and then you get your all, all press is good press vibes you know do you reckon do you reckon that's what they're doing no i don't think so i don't think so either. Um, i really think the move is just price them at eight all the time i don't think this is no i've been looking at them i also don't think this is like you know put the small coffee at three dollars and put the medium coffee which is Anchoring, twice as large cool. yeah, at, at four dollars or 350 or whatever um yeah the to to make the small things seem really expensive so you go for the big one it's not like oh gee oh wait they're eight euros normally well i'll get one today it's sunny like i don't think it, it was it was i just i found that very very amusing there was some less it's amusing scams laziness, though yeah there were some oh, less I've, had, I've, I've been the victim of some extremely less amusing scams in the last couple of days, Riley. Oh, all right. Till we get into that. Well, not, 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 not victim, I suppose. Target. Do you go through phases like I do mm. where something has happened somewhere on some scammer database that has clearly put your phone number at the top of some kind of list? And then for two yeah. weeks, you yeah. get a bunch of scam yes. calls and texts, and yeah. then it just stops. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, so it, it comes I'm, in waves for some reason. It's not consistent. Like yeah. they'll just they'll call you a bunch for a couple of days, and then it'll then nothing will happen. Yeah. So like the last five text messages I've received in a row in the last forty eight hours are all scam texts. Yeah, it's very it's, so, it's very. Annoying. Megan gets very aggro about this. I'm just like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. But like oh, I Megan, it, Megan yeah. yeah, Megan gets furious. She's like, how do they get my, my number? It's, like, are, it's just a scatter shot, man. Like they they yeah. My favorite are the phone calls. So it's like, hello, you're, it's like a weird, horrible yes. Microsoft Sam. Yeah. Your phone number has been implicated in the revenue assessment, yes. please. And I'm like, okay, yeah. they're the best ones. Yeah. I, I went through, there was so, there's a couple of different ones you get in Australia. Some of them are pre-recorded. I enjoy that um, the these scammers are very multicultural in their approach, right? They don't discriminate. They're, you know, they go after everyone equally. Um, large proportion of Chinese-speaking Australians. So often oh, yeah. it'll be like, You're, you need to call the tax office about... And then it will go and say presumably the same um, message in Chinese. In Chinese. Or, or maybe it's a scam run by Chinese people and they're wanting to make sure that other Chinese speakers don't fall for it. So they're actually being like, hey... They're like, please disregard the this, previous this message. This is a scam, right? We're just, we're just going for those idiot Anglophones. If you can understand this, Very please good. just hang on the phone. But I actually went... I followed through on a phone scam one time. Guy called me. So I'm with Optus, as I've talked about before. And uh, I got... Uh, I believe um, stalwart guards of your data. Oh, I believe Optus, right? They, they've got my data locked down. I can, can I tell you? They do now. After having leaked my passport information, I'm sure they've got that under lock and key now the second time around. Anyway, um, I get a call from a guy and he's like, hey, um, this is blah, blah, blah from Telstra. Uh, I'm sorry to say that your account information has been compromised and uh, we are needing to, we need to go uh, into your phone settings in order to uh, rectify this. And I was like, oh, no, how can I help? That's, um, that's very concerning. And he goes, right, okay, what I need you to do is I need you to pull up the Google Play Store, blah, blah, blah. I need you to uh, download. It wasn't TeamViewer, but it was essentially just that. It was an app. Yeah, something that lets me remote control your computer. Exactly. And then he goes in and he's like, now this is going to give me a pin that I need to verify your account. I'm like, oh, okay, right. So it's like a, it's like an authenticator app. I've got one of them already. He's like, no, no, but I need this one. I'm like, I can give you one of the numbers from my authenticator app. That's fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, I need this specific one because that's the one that I need to use. I'm like, okay, no worries. And then I went through and I was like, Okay, I've got it. I've got the number here in front of me, but I just want to make sure this isn't a scam, is it? And he goes, no, 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 this is very mm. serious. And he goes, I'm going, okay, sure. Aww. 
I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm a bit concerned because um, I, I'm an Optus customer. And he hung up. And this story doesn't have a good dismount because I really wish that there, but it just didn't. He, he was just like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Just waste. I have exactly time. the same problem though. I get like, so I'm an AIB customer. So I do get a lot of, you know, AIB is an allied Irish bank. It's a bank here. So yeah. two of the texts I've received are like, AIB, do you don't use activity. Your card has been, pa- has been paused. Please go to AIB-security-access.tv or whatever. To unlock it. But I do get a lot of ones that are like, your Bank of Ireland account. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had one of those. Who knows what's in there? Yeah, you know? exactly. This is the problem. I get, I get, I get a lot of these as well. Like, um, apparently, I, I drive a, across a lot of Brisbane toll roads, oh, even though I live good. Okay. an hour and a half away from Brisbane. You know, because I get a lot well, of like, well, oh, well, you, well you, an hour and ha- an hour and a half at normal speeds, Riley. The speeds you're doing, who knows? Uh, at toll on toll roads, man. I'm, I'm getting there in, in double the time. But yeah, your your toll bill needs to be paid asap. Click oh a bit lie a bit dot ly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A link shortened one. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll get there. Um, that that sounds that sounds great. Yep, no worries. Um, MyGov, which is the Australian like uh, online services for your tax, your healthcare, all that yeah, sort of stuff. Gov.ie here. Um, MyGov. We attempted to deposit your refund, but we had issue with your banking details. Confirm your details here. HTTPS colon slash receive dash your dash mygov dot com. I'm surprised they got the SSL certificate with HTTPS, to be honest. Seems legit, though. That's a step. Particularly as I'm self-employed and didn't get a tax refund, I had to pay the government more tax. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's fine. Great. Um, I I don't... I I was going to say, I've never fallen for a scam. Maybe I have. Maybe Maybe maybe, you don't know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I did. Um, But You fall for little scams all the time, I'm sure, right? Where it's like, where you get upsold something by the guy doing your windows and you didn't really... And that's like a a soft scam. I got soft scammed then very recently, actually, yeah. I got an invoice in my my inbox for 50 bucks, right? And I was like, okay, well, I've dealt with this company. I've paid the money, right? Like I I needed... um, It's it's the gas company that I use. I I bought two gas bottles or rented two gas bottles off them. And they sent me a bill for 50 bucks. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is just a mistake, obviously, because I've like fully paid the account. So I call them up. I go, hey, just got these invoices. And they're like, yep, that's our yearly um, service fee that you'll need to pay if you want to hold on to those gas bottles because they do remain our property. I'm like, all right. So I'm your, your property is on my property, but I'm the one paying you rent for that. Cool. Cool, cool. How do I get into this business? But like, what do you do? You have to, like, you have to pay. You have to pay. Otherwise, they come and they take gas away and then I'm having cold showers, which is the worst thing in the world, you know? No, I mean, they got you by the balls, right? I had an interesting, the opposite problem, right? Where Nikki and I are looking, getting, are like redoing some of our floors, right? Oh, we talked about this last week. The and guy who came in and, got- and, and had, had difficulty finding your floors. You had, to, you had to point out where the floors were. I'm, I'm very worried about your, your choice of, uh, of, uh, of, you know, workmen for this, for this job. Well, we went to we went to the the showroom, right? And he was like, "Okay, so you can get laminate floors. There's a type of floors called, and then you get hardwood floors, mm. and or you can get semi solids, which is basically like halfway between." Semi solid? What is it? Non Newtonian fluid? You have to walk on it really fast. Non Newtonian floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you sprint on it, it's okay. It's like custard. But um, yeah, no, it was basically like, oh, it's a hardwood floor, half halfway, and then on the top is like on the bottom is it's mostly like laminate and sandproofing. So it's like a it's like a skin. It's a like gold leaf, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but he was like, "I'm gonna level with you. Everybody gets laminate. Hardwood floors are pointless and expensive. Don't get them." Oh, really? I was I've like, got, oh, I've got, if the guy who gets cut hardwood flooring, what? Wow! Absolute. Wow! I mean, is that does it cost a lot to hardwood floor an ivory tower, or is that like <laughs> do you get a discount with the <laughs> per floor? Per floor, you get a discount. Yeah, exactly. Dennis, it's actually yeah. quite expensive being rich. Do you know how much pool chemicals cost? 
I, we, we talked about it in the what I would like to call the least relatable episode of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get there. It's fine. I've, uh, I'll, anyway, go on. Yeah, so, uh, so you're not getting hardwood floors? Yeah, but the guy who makes the commission for selling the more expensive floors was like, don't buy the more expensive floors, they're a waste of money. And I was like, wow, they must really be a waste of money if even he's not trying to sell them to me, you know? Yeah, so what did you go for? Oh, we're probably going to get laminate floors. Not, you don't um, want semi-solder? You don't, so, want, you don't want your house floor, no, but if you're gonna, floored with quicksand? You, are you going to still be friends with me if I'm uh, Pava with laminate floors, though? I don't know. It's all right. You know, it's noblesse oblige, isn't it? Right? It's it's no pe- of fr- right. friends like you, Dennis. You keep me grounded. You keep me in touch with the you know with you keep my you keep my boots on the, the ground. common man. Yeah, exactly. You, it's it's good to have. Um, I don't care for this line of line of. Um, we can, we can definitely go back to you being the, uh, the 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 rich out of touch one with your seventy five inch TV and your your palatial estate. How because you're your TV really? Sixty five inches. A gentleman. I'm sorry. 65. Also, palatial estate. I don't even have a garden, mate. Let alone a garden with a pool. You definitely have a garden. Got, I, excuse me. How big? Sorry, Dennis. How big is the building in which you live? Bigger than mine. The building in which I live is bigger than yours. Yes, you were just describing an apartment. Yeah, <laughs> the yes. building that you live in is massive. It has gra- I would say it has grounds. I would not say it has grounds. Oh, I would. I just did, and I'll say it again. Yours. yours <laughs> I'll you know, say yours. it again. <laughs> So we can go back to that. We can go back to that configuration if that's going to suit you. Anyway, um, I, I wanted to talk about some of the other scams as well. Um, mm-hmm. There was the classic, like just shell game type stuff. Oh yeah, three um, card Monty for sure. Where you yeah. have a bunch of guys all standing around who have and just they're doing, won they're money. Winning. And you're, winning. You could be next, really. They're winning so much, right? And the guy's like, "Oh, you're running out of money like that." And then, but I, there were a couple of people that I took on these tours that fell for it, and they they said how like mm. they wish they'd stopped because they were up like a hundred, and then. They kept going because it was so easy, and then they started losing all their money. And then I was just like, "Yeah, man, like it's a scam." And like, what? No, I'm like, yeah, it's a scam. Like the whole thing is a scam. And they're like, "Oh man, what?" I oh, I was like, "Oh my goodness." Okay, well, yeah, should have should have gone to smarttraveler.gov.au to done your research there. Yeah, figured all the secrets. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was there was another one. This was one I only saw in Berlin. I'm not sure if this was in other European cities. But what people would do is they would pose. Um, as though they were deaf, right? So they they, they had. Oh, issues. you talked about this on the podcast before, and they get you to fill out a, uh, almost like like a like a signing like a petition kind of thing, like a it? petition, like a exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then once they like you and you, you it, but they were so lazy. These were just photocopied bits of paper on cardboard that they'd sticky taped yeah. to cardboard, and I would find them thrown away, like in various at various points, and just like not even in the bin. They'd just chuck them on the ground when they were finished with them, because they would go through and then they'd ask you for like a donation. Or I'm pretty sure they were also running interference for pickpockets too. Yeah, um, it's a distraction. But I had to warn just everyone on the on the on the tours not to not to fall for these. These are pretty. That's pretty basic stuff. I like that. That sort of scam is pretty basic stuff. The, I, I will say the deaf thing, masterstroke, right? Because then you don't have to have conversation. Because you don't. Have, oh you don't yeah, have a, yeah, yeah. You can't respond when someone when someone says something to you. You don't have to respond because you can't hear them. That's interesting. That's a, that's a smart way to go. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. someone responds in silent language. You're like, uh oh, no. Oh, you're like, oh dear. Prepare for this moment. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed always like yelling when when I saw people. Um, well, there was one time I was giving a tour, and I saw across the um, uh, near the near the Brandenburg Gate. There's a square. It's called um, I think it's called French Square. However, anyway, um, there was a there was someone who was like falling for it and signing, and I just paused. And she was like, oh, hang, hang on, guys, and I yelled like, oh, that's actually a scam. Don't give them any money. And the people. 
who was supposedly deaf, getting them to sign this thing, turned around, gave me the finger and then walked off. So I was like, oh, okay, well, then obviously, oh, the, uh, obviously the petition's doing good because these people have uh, miraculously Miracle recovered their hearing. The There's a bunch yeah. of YouTubers. One guy specifically does it in Prague a lot. Oh, I've seen this guy. He's, expo- he's yeah. so great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's so great. brave, dude. Because he's, 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 really like, he's like confronting these groups of people who's like one on six just yelling at them. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if I'd be doing this. Well, I think with a camera, I think it puts a lot of people... Like, these are criminals, right? These are people who are... Scam- like, they're scammers. They're criminals. Like, they're, they're definitely on the wrong side of the law. You come up in their face with a, with a camera, like, that's a pretty powerful weapon to have in that kind of fight. Yeah, I don't know. I'll take fists over camera any day, dude. I'll be honest with you. But, yeah, but think about the long-term consequences of having that caught on camera. Like, these people who want, are wanting to keep a low profile, right? They're not looking for trouble. I suppose that's true. They are, they will just leave. Yeah, I'm fair. still not taking anything away from this guy. He's great. Like this, I don't know his name, but there's this. Yeah, he's a. He's a if he's you a look check- up, if you, if you search on YouTube, scam Prague. I'm Pra-, sure pra- Prague it. scam. Yeah, and he goes in and he goes. It, like it's not just scammers on the street. He will go no. into like exchange bureaus, like where you can. That's change the main money. one. Is exchange bureaus that much like an umbrella on a rainy day, which is now a business term. I'm going to start using by the way. Yeah, uh, much like an umbrella on a rainy day, they will hike up the exchange rate massively compared to what it actually is, um, and yep. just take the difference as, as profit. And um, then the fees hope, as well that they put in, and the fees they just, and yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah, hidden fees. I'm hoping that like you know non-savvy tourists who don't understand what the value of a euro or a kroner or whatever is to but to a this dollar. Is- this is the specific thing about it. It works really well in the Czech Republic specifically because the Czech crown is like it's an awkward I, number, I, isn't it? Well, I remember I went there and I can't remember how much I exchanged. I hope I didn't get scammed, but like I, I I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have because I'm a huge tight ass and I would have checked. But um, you know, I went and exchanged like a hundred or 150 euros, and I got thousands of crowns back, like yeah, thousands. One, one and euro thousands. is twenty four point six five Czech crowns. Crowns. Yeah, so if I give them a hundred euros, I'm getting what is it two two and a half thousand crowns? Twenty, yeah, twenty hundred back. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like you, at, at that scale, you're sort of like, oh, I couldn't have possibly got scammed. Look at how many thousands of crowns I have. Well, you the know? scammers need to be massive. If they give you two thousand crowns, you'd be like, wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and they, they just skim and, that. And, they and skim they that off the top. Quid. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just for themselves. A little little treat for later on. Spicy, spicy, dude. Have you been scammed? Um. Soft scams, like being upsold on something, I'm sure. Yeah. Hard scam. Once when I was a kid, I think I talked about this before, I like won a poetry contest where you get like a coffee table book of your poetry and it was just they accepted, oh, they yes. just accepted yep. anybody. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, outside that of that, no. I've never gotten like my data stolen or like my, my credit card hacked or anything like that. Um, well, those scams aren't in- very amusing or funny to talk about. I'm talking about getting like, you know, getting, have, have, being, like having a hundred euros nicked from you by yeah. a bamboozled, you know, like, yeah. bamboozled, bamboozled. yeah, not just full on like identity theft. Yeah, I did have one profitable scam for me one time. Was not really oh, you, you so did some scamming, nice, not quite, not quite. Um, I had a before I worked at PokerStars, I used to have a PokerStars account, right? Um, oh, dude, yeah, we, you, I think we talked about this on the show, but yeah, someone hacked into my PokerStars account, won got, some money, and yeah. then got the PokerStars account locked. And when I got my account back, because I was completely inactive, I hadn't used it for a year or two. When I got the account back, it was just had eighty euro more in it, and I was like, "Sick, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So someone else won a bunch of Ran money for you, and then you recovered the account and and benefited from that. Got Is to keep not, the money. Are there not laws about like proceeds of crime type stuff? Should we be calling the guards on you, Dennis? I don't think so. Because they come down with their helmets and halberds and and throw you in the throw you in the dungeon. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Pokestars would have been allowed to requisition the funds that the person won, technically. Yeah. 
But if they neglect to, and I'm the one that benefits, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how big of a deal that is. Well, it's now, also I mean, entirely possible I just misremembered how much money was in my account. But I remember. I'm pretty sure I remember looking back in the logs and being like, I didn't play these games. You know what? It's a better story if the guy uh, won you. Exactly. Money, so Never we'll, let the we'll, truth we'll, get in the way, dude. We'll just we'll just stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. No, no, go. I want to talk to you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, let's, gonna, let's do just, it. I want to talk to you oh, yeah, about yeah, an controversial topic. Go ahead. I want to talk to you about a very controversial topic. All right, here we go. What's this going to be? Controversial for you specifically. Uh, even better. I want to talk to you about dogs. Oh, dude, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me, man. Come on, man. What and are you going to do? Riley, Why are you going to put me in this position? It's because I'm joining you. Oh, baby, let's go. All right. Yeah, let's go. Fantastic. Fan- let- love that. It's nice to have an ally in the- over my camp in the anti-dog world. Let's go. I'll pull the trigger. I was going to pull the trigger here. I have become anti-dog. Now, so you're I not, just, you're not, even, dog, you're not even dog neutral now. You're anti-dog. No. I think no. I, 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 I've downgraded my opinion from dogs are nice to visit and hang out with. I don't think I want to have one. To dogs are nice to visit sometimes. Oh, so you're not full. Because I've got Megan. Since getting Scotia, Megan is now like... So she was telling me recently she went to a, a client's property to go and massage uh-huh. some horses. And a dog ran up, right, to like... Sounds like a euphemism. To say hello. She went to a client's property to go and just rub some flesh of a horse. Yeah, and, massage um, some horses. Yeah. No, no, actual, that's what she does for No, I know, I know. It just sounds like a euphemism. Um, uh, and a dog ran up to her to like greet her because it was a country property and there was this dog just roaming around. So it came up, say hello. And Megan's like... Ugh. And then she saw a cat and she went over to her. She's like, oh, hello, like that. So I've fully, fully cat-pilled Megan. Yeah, what's happened to me is I don't know what's changed. but Because I used to love dogs, like everybody, right? And now, well, obviously not everybody, you don't. But I don't. now I'm having that same reaction. Of, of My reaction to a dog now is here we go again. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like, oh, I don't have, I don't have the energy for this. So I went to visit Darren last week, right? Yeah. Um, hung out with him. I might be going right again this evening. Darren has two dogs. Two, um, two, that's two too many. That's too too many dogs. One rather big collie oh, type dog. I don't know anything about dog. Even and worse. one very very small pug dog. And terrible also. Okay. Yes. But here's what happened, Riley, and you'll this will amuse you. The pug yeah. dog. So first of all, cats broadly speaking self sufficient. I know you have an indoor cat because it's acquired in Australia. I have yeah. an outdoor cat, even less maintenance, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know there's a whole thing about well, you shouldn't let your cats go outdoors. I think it gives Yuri more more enough quality of life that it just has the risks, and he's killed maybe like three birds his whole life. I'm, I'll take the hit on the ecological system. We okay. don't have any like he's not going to get killed by a dingo or spread some crazy disease like Australia. It doesn't Ireland's not as delicate an ecosystem as Australia does. Mm-hmm. But he broadly speaking takes care of himself. If I over if I fill his food bowl to four times the the normal thing, he, he'd probably he survive eat, for he, three. He, and also he doesn't eat it all and then throw up and then eat the vomit and then throw that up and yeah yes. like dogs are stupid yeah. Yeah. it's weird because selectively dogs are very smart oh some dogs are right? so smart some dogs are so but, clever so i remember i, I understand as i remember i understand the thing of like hey look we are hunter gatherer nomads mm. and we want a dog for companionship to yeah. be able to help us hunt down a rabbit that we can yeah. eat and feed our family fine makes yeah. perfect right. sense cats yeah. are useless in that regard Yes. Yeah. But so dogs now, his, historically speaking, yeah, man's best friend. They were great. Yeah. That's absolutely. Good. But we're not out there with stone tools anymore, Dennis. We're not exactly. out there, you know, chipping away at, at bits of flint. No, we got a supermarket. I want a pet for the. the I want a pet for the shop. modern man. Exactly, a pet for the a pet for the modern era, Dennis. Yes. 
So I went to Darren's house and it's a whole rigmarole. Oh, I have to let the, I have to take the dogs out to the garden and oh, yep. I should take them out for a walk, but I don't have time. So, and then yep. I, this, this dog has to poop and I have to hold back the other dog while that dog poops. Otherwise she'll bother her and she won't whole poop. Whole production. So, Why? So they do all that, right? And then Riley, mm. the little dog is, the dogs are, the dogs are all over everybody constantly, right? <laughs> yep. Which is cute and then gets very old very quickly. When a cat's all over you, though, it's so, like, one, it's really flattering because most of the time they're not. So it's like, oh, I'm the chosen one. You've, you've selected me for your, as, a, as a target of your approval. But secondly, a cat being all over you is it will come and sit on your lap and purr. Fall it asleep. Just, yeah. It will just vibrate softly on your lap. Whereas a dog... Climbs on top of you, is this. trying to insert its head into your mouth, slobbering yeah, all over you. Slobbering, there's it just this thing. And in well, my case, oh, in man. my case, Riley, is... Um, Wiping its poopy butthole all over your shirt. Yeah, great. Love that for you, Dennis. Love so, that for you, man. That's so the dog really got good. off me, and I was like, oh, Don must have farted while it was like, you know, trying to cuddle with me. Yeah. I'm like, mm. oh, that's, that was really lingering. Ooh, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I looked in, just a big old streak of canine yeah. Nutella on my shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just a little chocolate cake that was left behind. Yeah, good. Awful. Da- no, to be correct, Dar- Darren was like, I am so sorry. This has literally never happened. I've never seen her do that. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But... Now, and Nikki always is like, oh, look, there's a dog. Will we get a dog? And I'm like, no. No. No, we no. won't. No. And I have like, another controversial take that I wonder what your take is on this, Friday to do with dogs. Dog related. Let's go. Yep. Two friends of mine yeah. who I would consider to be pretty, like, very, actually very morally scrupulous and, like, a little righteous at times about, okay. some, about some things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have decided to purchase a dog from a breeder. Yeah. See, I I, ha- I I will admit I have I have bought a cat from a breeder before. Um, however, I think I don't think that cat had it. Had I not bought it, I suspect that cat may not have. Um, it would have it would have lived on a nice farm, Dennis. I think you if think? I had bought it because well, I bought so I bought a Bengal, right? And Bengals mm-hmm. are usually like you look up a Bengal kit in Australia. One two thousand dollars, maybe they're really, Jeez. really expensive. And I looked out of interest. Oh, a Bengal kitten. I wonder how much it is. And one was selling for five hundred. And I was like, okay, yes, let's go. Um, it was a runt. It had a very poor coat. And um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I get the, the suspicion problem with that, that though. Yeah, is that you're supporting the industry? Oh for no, the person I, who I, does the kitten I, in the river. I'm driving. not. I'm not trying to stand up and say that I, this was a, a morally justifiable. But act. everybody, no, I, have, I know lots of people who ha- have the same stance you and I do, mm-hmm. and then end up buying a dog or a cat from a breeder, and they do. No. They, they, have, they have the same justification, kind of what you do. We're like, well, no, well, no, this cat was gonna was probably was gonna was a runt, or well, actually, no, it's an ethical breeder and stuff. I'm like, it's all bad, guys. Yeah, yeah. And what's confusing to me is I'm not, you I'm sorry, have, sorry, sorry. Let me let me make my statement. Let me make my position clear. I wasn't attempting. I'm not attempting to absolve myself. I, I did something that I think was. It's definitely on the wrong side of the ethical ledger. The dark gray sure. area. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Just wrong. Like not even gray. I think. I think what I did was wrong. I don't think it was as wrong as other like as it could have been. Like I think. I don't want to. I don't want to go after Darren too hard, but I think pugs. Uh, like I think that's like. Oh that, no, Darren's dogs are are horrific rescues. In Darren's defense, as I recall, Darren's pugs Darren's. Well? Da- yeah. Oh, it's like a half pug, half because chihuahua. Pugs have been, half, like the way the pugs like, have been bred, di- uh, half badger, awful mess. We've really, we've really messed up pugs, man. We've really done. Well, that's the other thing with things. dogs, especially. You know, yeah. when you start like docking tails and ears and selecting breeding animals that can't like, breathe so and terrible, stuff. Man, come on. But that's all the product of 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 people. What's, what's strange to me is that you hold the stance that I hold for dogs and cats about children. 
Yeah, well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You know, dock a child. You shouldn't cut a child's ears no, off. To, no, no. What, what? What then? What? You said. You you said before that you think it is the morally right thing to do to adopt or foster a child rather than contributing to population. Uh, I don't think it's the. I don't, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's the morally correct thing to do. But I'm going to. Well, say that's why I, I said it was, it was preferable. It's it's morally I better think, not, I think, not, not, yes. not having it as wrong. Yes, yes, yes. I think that there is, it, 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 because from a purely moral objective standpoint, you take out everything else. Why would you create a new child when there are so many children in need of loving homes? Right? Yeah. But, if you can find, but, if but Riley, if so, what Riley's saying is, if you can world, find a the, Bengal, if you can find a Bengal child for a reasonable wow, price, definitely not saying that. <laughs> no, definitely not saying that. Five hundred. Let's go. But but, the, but that that ignores like it, that's just talking about stuff in a vacuum, right? Like that ignores the real world reality of the adoption and the foster care system, right? Like there are so many true. other complications, and these these systems aren't. Um, they, they, they're not designed to suit everyone's individual situations, right? Like not everyone's in a position to adopt or foster. Very few people are, in fact, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's more of a theoretical take. In the real world, that doesn't hold up, you know? I agree. I understand that. But my thing about, I don't know, I know so many people who... So I started off being like, you know, okay, well, dog breeders are bad. And I know lots of people who would say that, say that, say that, and then get a dog from a breeder and go, oh, well, oh no, but we really wanted this kind of dog. Or we just yeah. thought we just fell in love with it. I'm like, that's yeah. not really, no, you know, no, okay, fine. No. I don't want to be self-righteous about it. Okay, fine. But I've gone the whole way. I'm joining you and Megan. I'm cat-pilled now. You're fully cat-pilled. The way to go. And not just cat-pilled, rescue cat-pilled. Yeah. My cat, Nikki, Nikki was saying today, she feels really bad because we paid five euro for Yuri off a farm. And I was like, Nikki, I'm telling you. Yuri was not part of a planned economic plan to like a business strategy to get yeah. cats out the door for money. Yeah, I don't think so. If we didn't buy Yuri, and I, would, I suspect the fate of many of his four he or five been off and to sisters, the farm, Dennis. Yeah. Off to the farm. He was yes. already on a farm. Yeah, Where do you go from the farm? It's the bottom farm. of a river, bro. Another farm. No, different farm. Um, no, look, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'd love a ragdoll cat, but I, I just couldn't go and buy a ragdoll from a breeder. Um, maybe. You know, you get lucky and you find one that's been surrendered to the RSPCA or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm there with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all righteous and sanctimonious and holier than thou about it and say, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be buying animals. From I'm putting my two friends are, when I'm there are animals who need homes in in shelters. Yeah, go on, sorry. I'm putting my my friends on blast here, but I'm not gonna use names. But like, they got a golden retriever Labrador, right? Which is like default dog. Right. Yes, that's a very that's a very popular and very unadventurous breed of dog. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and they paid a couple hundred quid for it, right? But they but got it from a if, they got it from a breeder. They got it from a breeder. But if you okay. go on the DSPCA website right now, there are yeah. two golden retrievers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a weird one to go to a breeder for because I feel like the obviously you go to the you know you go to the shelter. There's just going to be as you said animals that are half badger. But but like you can get you can get a Labrador from the you can get a golden would, retriever from the but, uh, but Riley the it's two and I, I think they wanted a puppy. And Nikki was talking about this. She was like, yeah, but if you buy a two-year-old dog, you're getting 12 years out of the dog, right? Mm, and you don't mm. have to potty train it. Yeah. Arguably, best of both worlds. Yeah. 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 Puppies are a pain in the ass. So, my mum is, my mum currently has um, a, uh, I guess it's still a puppy. I don't know. My mum has, well, here, here, Dennis, let me, let me, let me set it up this way. My mum currently has a dog that I believe is, has probably been bred, probably, probably, I haven't confirmed this, probably come from a breeder, right? A, uh, a black lab. That um, has been, I would say, almost purpose bred. So that's pretty bad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You, you're going to throw some shade on my mum for that? Let's go. Well, get her. Get after her, Dennis. I, I, I've had enough conversations with the writer to see where this is going. So. Yeah, you know exactly where this is going. No, mum is um, helping to, I don't know what the, I think it's called habituating or I don't know what it's called. There's a, it's a process that um, guide dogs in training go through. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So mum's out like taking this little uh, this little dog through like the, you know, through like parks and shopping centers and, you know, along busy streets and teaching it like to cross the road and all that sort of stuff. And she's got all these weird like words that she specifically has to use to train him so that are standardized across Guide Dogs Victoria. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really cool. He's, he's a, a little, he's a real little bastard apparently. He's like, lo- loves chewing up stuff and whatever else. And mum's got him all these toys, but still he will just go and like chew the buttons off her cardigans. Um, but uh, yeah, mum's, um, mum has a, a little black lab puppy at the moment, but she won't have him for forever because yeah temporary situation because of the, well, the guide dog thing that's it's like it's like it's like extra nice fa- fancy fostering it's like it's like a shiny version of fostering like a pokemon right it's like you're fostering a dog but also training it a skill that's it yes yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah she's training so, yeah. it she's training it like a pokemon trainer would to fight and kill other dogs my, my mum runs a dog exactly fighting yeah dog fighting ring. exactly she runs and she runs the the central victorian dog fighting underground dog fighting ring it's held in a in a in a garage on a friday that's great very, very good. Very, very good. Use, mm. use coupon code Riley. Uh, <laughs> for for 10% discount entry, free shot with every drink. Yeah. Free shot with every drink. Five euro free bet on the dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever suckers but if you did enjoy this show please tell your friends about it and uh, look tell people that aren't your friends tell acquaintances and even your enemies again the downloads show up all the same uh and if you want to support the show if you really like the show this much you can uh, support us on patreon patreon.com slash have a listen to this you get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff early early access to episodes all sorts of things uh, we are definitely in this for the money not for the love of the game or anything like that so head over to patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up 